There are some moments in time that are suspended. It is as if there is a freeze frame on time. We're living through one of those times now. The COVID-19 virus, the Corona virus from La Corona, the crown, is no king, but nevertheless is inflicting a great sentence upon us and appears to be reigning over us. Some moments are stuck in time. This may be one of those. 9-11 was one of those. The assassination of a president. John F. Kennedy was one of those moments. And perhaps you were there on that day when you heard President Roosevelt say that you were living in a day that would remain in infamy, a moment in time. You know, I've had some of those moments in time quite apart from our national freeze-frame moments. Times when it became a real turning point in my life. I suspect you've had some of those too. Sometimes they come with a call at 2 a.m. Other times, the moment is frozen when the physician shows you a lab report. Moments frozen in time. There's so many moments like that in the Bible. But one of those is the passage that is read and likely to be read more than any other passage in the world today. Matthew 21, verses 1 through 11. In that passage, we have a climactic moment, a freeze-frame moment in Scripture when the Lord Jesus Christ comes into Jerusalem riding on a donkey and they threw palm branches before him and they cried out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Now for a moment, I'm not as interested in exactly what they meant 
I'm sure that some of them meant this is the Christ, this is the Messiah. And still others thought they were welcoming the political leader they had prayed for. Yet others a prophet and still others a miracle worker. And for some, religious leaders, political leaders, he was a troublemaker riding into town. But the truth is, it was a it was a Sunday they would never forget. Just like this Palm Sunday, maybe a day that we can't forget because of the coronavirus and how you're receiving this message. I didn't plan to preach it into a camera. So I won't forget this day. But listen, there is more to the story. And it's for this reason that it is a Palm Sunday. We shouldn't forget. Because Palm Sunday carries with it powerful truths that literally can change our lives. And it may be that someone is watching and you're not a member of our church or a regular attender. You've just flipped through the channels, so to speak, and you came upon some white-headed old guy in a black robe and a red stole, and you said, now what in the world is this guy doing? This may be a Palm Sunday you'll never forget. Why so? Let's consider, well, there are many ways. Let's consider three. Three reasons why this is a Palm Sunday that cannot be forgotten. It's because of the truths in the passage. Notice that the Lord comes in a very mysterious way, a humble way, yes, but quite mysterious. And it was prophesied that he would come and he would ride in on the colt of a donkey. Now, he didn't have a donkey. In fact, the Lord Jesus did not have a place to lay his head. And he certainly didn't have livestock. But he told his disciples, I want you to go get this, this colt of a donkey, a jenny, and bring that burden, beast of burden to me. Now, if anyone says anything, you, you just tell them that the Lord has need of it. 
Now imagine you were one of the disciples. And the Lord Jesus says, just go get that donkey. And you said, now, Lord, I've been following you, and I think I heard you say something about stealing. Jesus says, don't worry about it. I've already worked in the life of an individual, and that individual, the owner of the donkey and the colt, he already knows. Okay, Lord, looks like it's going to be another one of those experiences. And it was. And you see, that's, that's the first reason that not just this Palm Sunday, but the Palm Sunday story is, is a day that we can't forget, a story that we can't forget because within it is embedded a universal truth applicable to you, to me, today. And it is this. Jesus Christ comes to you in the same sovereign power. Sovereign La Corona, COVID-19 is a virus that has little crowns sticking out of it if you were to look through a microscope, and thus it was called uh, the crown, Corona. But it has no sovereign power over your life or mine. It's limited. And even it is under the sovereign control of Almighty God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who can say, I want that donkey and that colt and that man. I don't know who he is. You don't know who he is. I know who he is in my divinity. I want you to go get that colt. I've arranged it. Not only did Jesus arrange it through his divine power, he was fulfilling scripture. You say, well, this is, this is circular reasoning. This is something that he, he just put together to fulfill the scriptures. That's what you want to say. But do you believe that at this moment in time, under the great political pressure that he was under, amidst all of the crowds that he can arrange all of these things in order to fit the Old Testament reading perfectly? Here's the truth. That Jesus Christ arranged so many things in my life, years ago, that he came riding into my life. He arranged it perfectly. You say that those who know me say, well, I, I thought that you, you were orphaned as a towel. Yes, precisely. But that's a bad thing. It's terrible. 
but God was in control. Is he culpable? No. Is he sovereign altogether? He coordinated, he orchestrated, choreographed from heaven all things to work together. You say, those who knew me a long time ago say, well, you were pretty much a prodigal son as I remember you. I was worse than that. Worse than that. But God. But God, in his sovereign power, saved me. He brought all things together so that in a moment in time, a freeze-frame moment, Jesus Christ brought all of these things together to reach this filthy sinner saved by grace that he had chosen before the foundation of the world. And here's the thing. He's doing it today with you. Today, the Lord has brought all things together to ride into your life through, through the power of his word and the presence of the Holy Spirit. That's first. That's why it's a, it's a Palm Sunday you, you can never forget is because Jesus not only came then, he's coming today. He's here today through the power of his word, his sovereign power. But there's something else. We've already talked about it, but let's admit it. Let's state it. Jesus Christ comes today as he came then according to covenant promises. Those covenant promises were shown to us all the way back in Psalms and in Psalm 118. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His steadfast love. Now that's a phrase that has one Hebrew word, chesed. You have to cough as you say it. Chesed. His steadfast love, his chesed, endures forever. What does chesed mean? It means mercy. Not just any mercy, a promised mercy. A promised grace that God will do for you what you cannot do for yourself. And that which God has required, God has provided through his Son, our Savior, Jesus. That's why you can never forget Palm Sunday. You can never forget today, Christ not only comes riding in according to promise with all the details, he's coming to you with love. He is coming to you with covenantal promises, blessed, sacred truths. He's here.
and he loves you. And that leads to the last thing I want to say about this passage. It is from the Matthew triumphal entry section. You will notice that when the Lord Jesus comes to the people, that some of them are waving palms, and then others, well, others are, are saying, who is this? It says the whole city was stirred up. We know that in only a few days, some of those who cheered him would be crucifying him. Now listen, here is the glorious truth. He not only comes in sovereign power and covenantal promise, but Jesus Christ rides into our lives demanding a personal, a personal response. Who is he? You've seen who he is. He has sovereign power. Who has that but God? He fulfills ancient promises. Who does that but God? And now, he comes riding, and he's right in front of you. Who do you say that he is? A prophet? A miracle worker? A great figure in history? A great teacher? He was all of those things. But as C.S. Lewis reminded us, he never asked to, that you call on him in that way. Rather, he came to you and he said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. And that's why he was crucified. And that's why he was crucified for you. Because God loves you. And Jesus took your sin to Calvary. That's why he came to Jerusalem. He came to fulfill his mission to live the life you could never live and die the death that should have been yours and mine. And he offers eternal life as a free gift to all of those who will receive him through repentance, turning from everyone and everything and receiving him as the one with sovereign power who fulfills covenant promises the great I am almighty God now here's something absolutely remarkable the same sovereign power that is demonstrated in the passage comes humbly. He comes riding on a donkey, not a white steed, not rolling in with tanks, 
not being carried in, riding on the colt of a donkey. He comes to you humbly. He knocks upon the door of your life. What is your response? Let this be a Palm Sunday you will never forget. Not merely because of social distancing, but because of divine eminence. Jesus comes near to you today and he says to you, follow me. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.